Now, what I, I would say that we definitely found someone who loves their dogs more than McCall loves hers. However, I don't know that I can necessarily put it past the McCall Taylor that she would not fight a wild animal that if it came in contact with her doggos. I got to be honest. I don't know that I would be able to do that. AJ and McCall on VFX. If you haven't seen it, it's on our Facebook and Twitter right now. Utah's VFX, a California teen was uh, rudely awakened when a bear, uh, mama bear and her cubs were up on her it's I like get, a fence, fence, I guess. Yeah, it's like a cinder block fence. And uh, the video's kind of nuts because all you see is the dogs barking, the bear taking a swipe at a dog, and then the teen runs out and says, oh, yeah? No! And then shoves the bear off the she fence. Just, she yeeted it like it was nothing. <laughs> and that bear, I'm pretty sure, was like, what the, what, what is this? Because then he gets right back up, or she gets right back up on the wall afterwards, but I'm sure she was like, what, what is happening right now? So That's the, what I was thinking. Yeah. So the teen grabs dog, cat, grabs something and runs inside, which is, the, I think, the right answer to do. But I think it, I'm just completely caught off guard. You know what they say? Who you truly are is who you are when you're in those moments. Yep. About to fight a bear. And she yeeted a bear. Just like, uh, what was it, like a month ago, right? The dude with the little bobcat. Or, yeah. Yeah. He, here in Utah. Yep. I mean, in that moment, he yeeted a bobcat. Yep. Wow. It's crazy. It's crazy. So I guess the question would be, would you rather have to fight a bear that has wandered into your backyard or fight an alligator that you're out walking with that tries to snatch up your little doggo? Because that one, Mm. we see those stories all the time about how people jump in the water and fight off alligators that have tried to capture their dog. I mean, you had a whole thing about how you'd punch every stupid alligator in its face because of what they do. I got to be honest. I feel like I would rather... Push a bear off of a wall, because that's all she did. <laughs> she she pushed the bear off the wall. Not that I'm like, oh yeah, that's nothing. But I feel like, I feel like I would be more able, capable, to do that. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean, out of all the animals experience we've seen, especially here in Utah, because we've seen the the bobcat, we had the the hiker who peeved off the mountain lion. Yep. Right. We had that. Now we got the bear thing. We talked about the alligator one. We've had those stories come up a couple of times. Uh, yeah, the bear one seemed like the easiest one to deal. I think the bear was just as caught off guard as everyone else. Like, mm-hmm. hey, whoa. Yep. You haven't seen the video. It's on our Facebook. It's on our Twitter, Utah's VFX. Um, speaking of dealing with things, let us transition to something probably even more dangerous than a bear. That's dumb people. So tonight, the Jazz have game five at home, a chance to close out the series. However, if you've not been paying attention, if you're not a sports fan, I totally get it. The reoccurring theme in the playoffs has been one thing and one thing only. Idiot people. Correct. Five venues in the NBA playoffs, and there are 16 teams that start in the first round. Five of them have banned fans in just the opening round. AJ McCall on VFX. Y'all. What the crap? That includes Utah. Yeah. Who during game, I believe two was, yeah, I believe it was two, Fans got uh, rowdy with John Morant's wife and were extremely disrespectful. Bye. What were there? Three? I believe it was three. Banned? Yeah. So there's one that threw popcorn on Russell Westbrook in Boston. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, in Philly. Uh, there was a Knicks fan that spit on Trey Young in New York. There was someone that threw a water bottle at Kyrie, also in uh, in Boston. And then there was the Jazz one. I'm forgetting one. Oh, and the Wizard guy ran out on the so in Washington. So there's two in that series. And the Washington fan ran out onto the court of this last game. 
So Utah is a fan coming, or Utah is a home game tonight as they get a chance to close out the Memphis Grizzlies series and close out the first round. Uh, I think it's time that we uh, we we decide that we uh, own up how to deal with this stuff. I just don't even know. I don't understand. And I get it. I know there are going to be people people that are like, well, you know, it's not the majority of us. There's only whatever. And like Utah was named, Salt Lake City was named one of the best states. I want to say it was top three for NBA fans because there was such a, like a community around it. Um, I want to say it was, Los Angeles was number one. I cannot remember who number two was, but it was it was cool to see, but at the same time, it's like, can can y'all like not? I just I don't have any words for it. These guys are not in a circus. They're they're not in a circus. You're not said. sitting here watching, you know, dance monkey dance. Stop it. How dare I you? I just like so. How I just think it's because how do you get to the point where you're just like, all right, I'm gonna throw a water bottle at that guy. Like when? Why? What? What entitlement? Like that was the Boston fan, but I just it blows my mind. Inebriation, maybe? Like I mean, I, that probably is a factor. That's fair. I just don't know. I mean, once you get hopped up on eight dollar beers, I mean, <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> I just, I just have no idea. Look, we just there's there's video on our social media that's going around of that lady shoving the bear yep. because it attacked her house. So just think that if that's the case, if a lady can attack a bear, think it's on everybody. And there was plenty. Let me let me. Uh, McCall's right. Let us add the caveat: there are plenty of Utah fans in that story specifically that stood up to the guys or the people. I think it was mostly guys, but the, the people that were huge jerks to John Morant's wife. I just saw on Twitter there were a couple of Jazz fans organized donating some to uh, a tw- uh, charity of John Morant's choice. Good. So there are good apples. Let, let, good let for sure. Say that that more of that because I have yet to see in the other stories outside the Jazz one. Like just don't. Like I just, I just don't understand dumping the popcorn or throwing a water bottle. Like. I, why people just take things they're people people just take things way too seriously and they don't see them as human beings they see them as as you know competition it's not which you don't even want to get me started when it comes to people who sports ball way too hard like they're way too way too hard into it because it's like congratulations I really don't know what you're doing to benefit the team I have no idea you're sitting from the sidelines and you're cheering at home good for you but also, you're not on the team. You're not on the team. I'm not saying that you can get violent. I'm just saying that I think there's a call to action now with all this happening that people have an excuse to, like, if you had a long day, you're like, I wish somebody would. And then you see it happen, you're like, here we go. Now I get to say everything I wanted to say and help yep. and actually do it for good. Yep. It's your moment. <sighs> I mean, obviously, you should definitely call security or call the cops. Uh, as we found out. That it takes almost no time whatsoever for McCall to be gone, and then everyone's like, all right, she she ran away. That's, that's where we're at. 90 minutes? Yep, that's about right. She's gone. Yep. She ran away. <laughs> Maybe it was with the best intentions. Hopefully it was with the best intentions. I'd hate to find out that someone actually just wanted to harass you a little bit by calling the boys in blue. <laughs> AJ and McCall in the Automatrix Group debated A.VFX, but if you were to disappear for a stretch of time, how long would it take to get the cops called? Not long. Let's be honest. So when I first moved out to Vernal, I was living with Dustin and I decided to go to a yoga class in Vernal. They they had one of those. It was amazing. And I decided I'm going to go. I made some friends there and did a little bit of the like linger longer type situation because surprise, I like to talk. Right. So I go to yoga class. The yoga class goes for like an hour and a half. 
Well, while I'm there for the hour and a half, I ended up spending probably an additional half an hour. So I was at the yoga class for like two hours, but I had my phone just like silenced because, you know, yoga. So my mom had called me. I don't know how many times I had a missed phone call from her. I had a missed phone call from a coworker from my boss at the radio station in Vernal, uh, had a ton of missed phone calls just in general from everybody that was like around me because my mom had called Dustin and was like worried that I had gotten into an accident or something. And so then Dustin was like second guessing like how long the class was. And so he's like, I thought that it was like an hour and a half. But then I was like, well, maybe it was only like an hour. Maybe it was a little bit shorter than that. I don't know. But my mom was like freaking out. And I was grateful. I mean, sure. But at the same time, I was also like, Zen, yo. 90 minutes. 90 minutes, call the cops. When calls run away. It's yep. just, it's that time. She does it all the time. Yep. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five to share your story. And, and, you know, right or wrong, whether you got the cops called you. Like, for instance, uh, you know, I was supposed to hang out with a friend for a weekend mm-hmm. so I could go to a dance and go on a band competition at middle school. And my mom's one set it up. And then, lo and behold, I think it took, let's give her the benefit out, half an hour, maybe, maybe to be like, he ran away. He's never <laughs> done this before. I set up these plans where he's supposed to be with this person. They're not home. They've all run away. They've stolen my son. They're gone. They're gone forever. Never coming back. True story. I didn't get I didn't get to go to the dance because I quote unquote caused a scene. How dare you cause a scene? Rude. I wasn't crying or, you know, the one that called the officer, but yeah, yeah, sure. It's my it's me. It's me. It's me. Uh Braden on the phone. What what's your story? You get the cops called on you? Uh, not really cops getting called. I mean I've lost my citizenship once, but Oh, yeah. I mean how? Every Everybody does that. How? Uh, when I switched from state, I moved to Idaho when I was 18, and I didn't like the way that my name looked on my license. And so the person that does the DM, at the DMV in Idaho, they used to, like, they printed out the license right there. The lady asked me how I wanted my name, and she actually printed out the way I wanted my name. And when I got pulled over in Utah, I got arrested for handing an officer a fake ID, which was my real ID. They had different social under my name, uh... under my legal name. <laughs> and then... Uh, Two years ago, so nine, eight, nine years later, the Idaho requested my uh, birth certificate. My birth certificate, my ID aren't the same name. They flagged me as a terrorist. Oh, danger! Oh Th- boy! I am so sorry. Wow. We, we probably we'll, we'll just get off the phone just to be safe. That's dangerous. Um, <laughs> sorry, bud. Well, there you go. There's your there's your combat comeback, McCall. Next time somebody asks you, you had a fake name. If you're a fake name, you would have been arrested for, you know, being a terrorist or whatever. That's right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Just It's just such a big jump to be like, up, up, there's a typo here. Terrorist. And I, I get <laughs> oh, it. Like, it like you messed up the fake ID, but I, jeez. <laughs> to go from McCall getting the cops called on her for being, you know, 10 minutes late from Yoka to brain being lame to terrorist because his, there's a typo in his driver's license. Wow. <laughs> big deal. I didn't realize we were going to get into that yesterday. Shocking. Well, we aren't even done calling the cops because, of course, we got Florida. Not We got spiteful neighbors to talk about here in the state of Utah. Woo. Um, look, there's definitely a time to call 911. I don't know that those times were either that. So let's no. let's file those away as maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not, not this time. But, but for some prime examples, we'll play Florida not. Trying to find concrete reasons to call the cops. Look no further than the Integra Financial Services Florida or not. 
on VFX. It's AJ and McCall, three headlines, please, McCall. Okie dokie, headline number one, ribeyes flying after a shoplifter wriggles out of his pants and tried to escape from captors at a store. Ugh, pass. Mm-hmm. I don't touch anybody's butt. What? Then we've got headline number two, a bunch of cows stopped a high-speed chase. Yeah, cows. Mm. Moo. And mm. headline number three, drunk driver got picked up by her twin sister, who was even drunker. So there you go. Three crazy stories. Is that like that ESP thing that they talk about? Sometimes like one twin feels pain and then the other one like miles away feels it too, even though nothing happened. Yeah. You drink, I drink. We feel it. That's, wow. <laughs> I did not know that cows were capable of stopping crimes. I got to be honest. They are. <laughs> Incredible. Tegra Financial Services, Florida now with AJ McCall on VFX. Think about that. Uh, just on the, uh, I always mess this up. No, over here. Six second. Sixth. 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 There's cows on six, or there used to be at least up the street. Who knows? They bust out. They're not getting in trouble. They're stopping a crime, right, Drew? I, I know. That's crazy. Exactly. It's got to well, be. I mean, that's Florida not. Nah, let's be honest. Yeah. Three full stories, please. Okay, story number one. Some guy pinned to the ground by an employee at a supermarket because he stole four packs of ribeye steaks. By trying to smuggle him in his pants. Gross. Well, when the police arrived, this guy wriggled out of his pants and ran away. Ribeyes flew to the floor because that's what happens when they're, you know, hiding or whatever. He was tased and arrested after annoying, uh, after it says, quote, annoying a cop's instructions to stop. I think they I meant mean, ignoring. Let, let's but be honest. He probably did both. I'm he probably sure. ignored and annoyed. I'm sure he, he probably did. Now, the stakes were valued at $41.24 for four packs for a four pack of them, so ten bucks a steak, meh, whatever. <laughs> story one. Uh, story number two. Your pocket, he's just happy to see me. Story number two. That's horrible. It is. Sorry. Some guy got into a high speed chase yesterday. Tried to outrun the cops by driving through a field, but had to stop when and on he was encountered a uh, massive wall of cows. Luckily. <laughs> No cows or people were hurt. Thank goodness. And the guy was arrested thanks to cows. They chased him for 13 miles. The cows chased good guys. No, the police did. Oh, I was like, wow, those cows really. No. They're invested in this this spree. Um, Okay, so we got red meat and red meat for one and two. One and two. And then we got story number three. 28-year-old woman got busted for drunk driving on Saturday. Had to call someone to pick her up. Her twin sister showed up in another car. She was even drunker. Quote, unquote. It was about half an hour afterwards. So she also got a DUI. Cops haven't said how drunk each one of them were, but uh, there you go. Aren't they supposed to have like ESP about that? Like shouldn't the first twin have felt like, oh, no, this is a terrible idea. I shouldn't do this. Had to have, but inebriated. So there you go. Three crazy stories. Okay. So that being said, Drew, so no, no on the cows. No on the cows. I'm sure there's cows in Florida, but just no, no. We're not thinking cows. So it's either one or three. We got the dude stealing the meat or we got the the twins that d- didn't have ESP, but we're both drunk at the same time. So I guess that counts for something. And who knows with the weather right now? I mean, any that could definitely be in Florida. I kind of like one. I, you would think someone would notice a guy wiggling out of his pants. I don't feel like that's an easy thing to do. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Number one. Okay, number one. So we're in agreement here, McCall. We're going to go with uh, meat, meat in my pants. Is it story number one? It is. Congratulations! Yay! We got you hooked up with an Aquatech car wash. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Okay. Gross. What do they do? 
with that. Like the, you gotta so get rid it, of it. It was like vacuum sealed, but still, like, I, I, mm. is that the stuff that ends up up front? Like, if you go to Smith's, I'm not saying that Smith's has meat that was down no. somebody's pants. I have no idea what. But they like, do you go with to it. Smith's, they have those cases up front, right? Where they have the sale. That's usually what Ashley and I peruse when we wander in. Is that where that goes? We're like, ah, for no reason whatsoever, these ribeyes are on sale. Yep. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Congratulations. To Drew, he wins Florida, not on VFX. AJ McCall on VFX. Now in Florida, now there's a lot of people that are going to be known for a lot of things. Like you stuff meat down your pants and wiggle out of your pants to get away from cops. I don't think you can live that one down. No. You got a good set of friends. You ain't getting away from that one. Uh Uh-uh. Now, I would prefer to be memorized. Memorized. Yep. (laughs) Remembered for something good. Like say you had a really good, I don't know, fudge recipe, brownies recipe, something like that. That's going to bring joy. For sure. Hopefully, though, they don't misspell it when they leave it behind for everybody else. Probably will. I think there's probably a favorite dish in everybody's family that someone has perfected, carried down, whatever it is, whether you get together for the holidays or maybe it's something even simpler. For instance, AJ McCall at VFX. I know that Ashley absolutely loves her mom's uh, chicken pot pie. Delicious. Loves it. Mm-hmm. So she has the recipe, but she says there's just something different something missing don't know what it is unless mom left out a piece maybe we'll find out at some point but you know, i think everybody has a family some kind of family dish family meal somewhere in there that you've just oh grandma's gonna make cookies i can't wait i love grandma's cookies mm, delicious so if, if they could pass it down you'd be like oh thank goodness i mean I, I would love it more when grandma made it but i'm glad that i have it so i don't want to miss out right fortunately you have to make sure to get all of the uh Recipe correct. Otherwise, what are we doing here? Yes. Well, one grandma left their, uh, her fudge recipe behind and put on her headstone, which is a great idea. I got to be honest. Oh, because yeah. then any passerby be like, you know what? Thanks, Kay. I appreciate that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try this fudge. I love that. There's one big issue, McCall. There's a mistake. Mm. You know, that would just be the most unfortunate after you spend X amount of dollars, like funeral that services. That's not a short amount of words either. No. Funeral funeral services are already, like, not cheap. So, to mess up, they ended up having to have it redone. Thank goodness. Which is why it's gone viral now, Whew. is this recipe for Kay's fudge. I just, like, I love this idea because everyone's like, oh, yeah, I'll take it with me to my grave. Ha, ha, ha. Well, how does that benefit anybody? Well, everybody says that, you know. You'll find out after I'm dead, basically. Like, I'll leave it behind for you. Can they Can they at least do it in a fun way as opposed to, like, it, the will being executed or whatever? Can there be, like, some kind of scavenger hunt as annoying as I probably... At the moment, I would probably complain about it, but it would be way cooler to find it that way. Oh, yeah. You have to eat your way through this plate of brownies. Grandma, you know me so well. Let's Thanks, do this. Thanks, Gramps. <laughs> Look, I'm on board with this. McCall and I... Uh, it's hard to remember which year. I'm pretty sure it was this year. Made the case vehemently that if we say it's a celebration of life, uh, headstones are a great place to start. They need to be pizzazzed majorly. Yep. And putting a fudge recipe, I'm on board. That's great. I think it's very pizzazzy, if you will. Here's my question. I have a tendency to romanticize things. I always feel like, like, so there's definitely, there's no way that there's not special dish, even if they're like, again, pot pie is not like a unique dish to Ashley's family, but the way her mom makes it, Ashley loves. Mm -hmm. I romanticize the idea that there are these quote unquote secret recipes that have been handed down family to family. But like, are there really? 
Because, like, in my mind, every family has at least one that's something special. They know there's a twist they have that's only their thing. Or am I crazy? Is there just not? Is there just stuff that people have learned? Like, you know what? Mom just makes that better than everybody else. Like, mom's mac and cheese is the best. Um, I think it kind of depends. But I think in the state of Utah, yes. I think in the state of Utah, we have many a secret about recipes. Many a secret. How do we make that famous jello salad with carrots in it? Those kinds of things. Nobody wants to know that. That one takes to the grave. We don't need that. Please (laughs) take it. Take it away. No, I think that. So like for me, my mom, hers is always like her chicken salad. They I know the recipe, but. Okay, tell me. Well, I've adapted it, so it's not the same. Sorry, mom. Oh, so it was so great that you changed it. Sorry. Sometimes (laughs) I just need seasonings. Can't just put mayo in it and call it good. Wow. I need, I need For those who know flavor. That was fighting words. Yep, sure okay, was. Well, now I need to know. Now, like, you don't have to tell me the recipe. Put it on your headstone. That's fine. Six eight two five five is the number to text. Start your text with VFX because my uh, stepmom has a really great cheese dip dish, and now I want to know if she will tell me the recipe. Now that we're Ooh. on the subject, I want to know if I can know it. It's a great idea. I wanted, like, there's got to be secret recipes. Like, I just love this idea that there's this recipe that's been a guarded family secret. As much as I want to kind of steal it, like that's the urge right now. I just want to know, do you have one? Right. You are not going to believe this. My stepmom says she will not give me the recipe for a queso dip. What? I texted her. Like, all right, we're talking about this, right? Because there's the 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 um, headstone that had K's fudge on it, right? It had to be corrected because it right. was messed up. Which, by the way, AJ McCall at VFX, who biffed that up? It was the people putting it in or whoever's chicken scratch they handed in. Yeah, I honestly have no idea. Case. Hey. Yeah. So that we're talking about that, right? So I, I I love the idea that like every family has at least one like super secret recipe that's been like handed down. It's just it's a romantic idea that I think is cool. Yeah. So my stepmom, one of her special dishes is she just makes this queso dip, which if I had to guess, I think I could reverse engineer it. But I thought, you know what? It's a family thing. Pass it down. She said, no, I'm not going to tell you. That's what? mean. I know. So apparently now I know. And now I now it's my mission. I'm going to start stealing everybody's family's secret recipes. That's the that's the uh, villain I'm going to create for the latest Hallmark movie. Someone who just infiltrates families just to steal their super, super secret recipes. You got to do it. What's your what's your game plan? Are you going to bribe them with something like when you show up to steal their super secret recipes? I, see, that's the tough part. How do you distract them? Do you have to have like a faux recipe that you end up putting in its place? So then they look at it and they're like, oh, yes, a secret fudge rep- well, see, recipe. See, that's the problem. Mm, still is, there. I feel like, you know, it's it's probably written down somewhere because they had to like do it. But I, that's the thing is how do you figure out where it's hidden? Because they've done it so many times. It's really just committed to memory at this yep. point. So that's the thing, like, unless you're in the room and then you'd really have to be paying attention. Yep. I don't know. The long play, obviously, is, you know, meet someone that's part of their family, woo them, court them, become an integral part of the family, get to learn the super secret recipe. But that is a long play. I mean, I'm I'm not going to be gathering recipes in a hurry if that's the case. No, you're talking like marriage (sighs) and swooning. Besides your chicken salad, what other what other recipes? Is there any recipes in your family that you want? No. I mean, I have all of them if I need them. Oh, McCall's been trusted already. <laughs> They're not really like secret. They were in like a recipe book. So it was like stuff that we stole from other people that were like, you know, put into. I don't know what it is. They already implemented my plan. I don't know what it is, but like they do 
they used to, I don't know if they do them anymore, but they used to do like ward cookbooks. So like each ward would have their own cookbook. I swear the one that I had when I was in Brigham City, one of the best. It's so good. Like those recipe books, if you can get your hands on them, mm, just in general, because they are delicious. They're so good. 68255, the number to text, start your text with VFX. Where can I get my hands on that? That's what I need. AJ needs a recipe book, like an actual, like a good recipe cookbook. Because they're, dude, they're, they're good. They're good. People giving away family secrets in those. I want them. Oh, they are. I want them. Oh, they are. 68255, start your text with VFX. Where am I getting that ward cookbook at? Somebody somebody got somebody I can meet in a back alley somewhere and have a conversation. Be like, hey, let me just get a photocopy of that. That'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of eating, look, as COVID and, and all that stuff winds down with the vaccinations going out, obviously the mask mandates have come down and all that. We go from having to do a lot more stuff with a lot smaller group of people to now being able to be out and do a lot more stuff with friends and family and all that. The question is maybe just maybe you got used to doing a little bit more solitaire, but what is worse? Because I got to tell you, when it comes to doing things by myself, to me, and for me only, I'm not saying for you, but for me, that's the definition of being a loser. Solitaire is something I think a lot of people had to get used to in some capacity with COVID going on, right? Because of social distancing, and then there were things that were shut down, or you couldn't go in here, the hours were changed, blah, 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 blah. AJ McCall at VFX. So the question is, as we get ready to move past it and hopefully for good, which would you rather do? Would you rather eat dinner by yourself or would you rather go see a movie by yourself? My answer is a simple one. The answer is most definitely eat dinner by myself. Because if I go see a movie by myself, I'm going to be wasting $47 on a movie ticket and I'm going to fall asleep. Because I am a grown-up and I can admit... That I cannot pay attention. It's just got to be a very, like, active movie that I'm engaged in. Because, like, if it's an action movie, I'll fall asleep in it. Because I just will get, I'll be like, oh, yeah, explo- another explosion. Oh, wow, I never would have guessed that was coming. Oh, no, another one. So, I got to go with dinner. <laughs> First of all, inflation really kicked in on those movie tickets sure that they're $47 it's a pop. The whole year, man. Oh, my gosh. Uh, see, for me, it's the opposite. And I don't know where this comes from. Uh, I think it has to do with that nagging voice in the back of your head. You know the one that's not really a fan of yours? And you're like, how did you move in here anyway? I feel like we had a very stringent process. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't know. I got in. But also, you're an idiot. Uh, but... I feel like going out to a movie by myself, while I did not was not always a fan of that, I had to do, especially when I first moved here to Utah, I was like, oh, whatever, and you sit in the theater, you watch the movie, and you're like, oh, that's good. Going to dinner by myself, I feel like the way my brain rationalized it is kind of pointless. Like, if I'm going to go out to eat and it's just me, I might as well pick up something and just go home and be in my situation. I think part of it is that voice in my head's like, if you go sit down by yourself, people are like, ah, look at that loser, came out, didn't have anybody that he wanted to eat that wanted to eat with him. He's all by himself. What a loser. He's so lonely. You know, and I love that because I like to make people think. So it's like, whatever, if they're going to think that about me, that's great. But I mean, in all honesty, I'm sure nobody's paying attention whatsoever. Nobody cares. Yeah. That's basically what it comes down to is that nobody's really paying attention to you. So I, I understand where you're coming from though. Like, I feel like, if I didn't live so far away, I think that would be the case. But where I live far away and there's not like a restaurant by my house, really, it's like, 
me. I mean, I'll just eat by myself. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, really, it's not that big a deal. I just want to reiterate, just because I feel like a loser doesn't mean you should. That's just how I feel like my voice in the back of my head rationalizes it, and I don't like doing it. Uh, though, it, uh, in all honesty, it's not like I had a bad experience. When I first moved here, I went out to Kabuki and <laughs> met a family that was out there because you know, I went to the bocce and then there's like, I don't know, 10, 12 people that could sit around it. So they're mm-hmm. like, all right, do you mind sitting with other people? Like, how, how do I say no? I can't. I'm going to have a hibachi all to myself. That's ridiculous. Yes, I need to have the hibachi all to myself. <laughs> do you know who I yeah, am? Yeah, right. So the only sa- way that can go. I sat with this big family and we shot the breeze and all of a sudden I'm invited to their game night and it was great. And then they became this whole long lost story where I never heard from the game. And then somehow McCall got introduced in the story. It's a whole thing. Yep. So it went well. It was fine. It was a good, it was a good time, but and I don't know, something about eating by myself. I'm like, ah, just take it and go home. Just going to go home. Would you rather go out and see a movie by yourself or go out and eat dinner by yourself? Utah's VFX on our social media. You can tell us. Team AJ, Team McCall, because we're completely opposite on this. That being said, I would think my stance is definitely softened on this, as it should, because you really, really shouldn't care. It's something dumb. I admit it. It's a dumb belief that I have. It's just what I have. But I think it's one of the things you grow up, you mature a little bit. You know, because one second you're young, next second you're like, I don't care what anybody eats. I don't care what anybody does. I'm going to wear sweatpants. I'm just going out there. Whatever. Judge me. This is me. This is me in all my glory. That's how it goes. It's like instantaneous. One minute you're young and then... When did I get back problems? <laughs> Seriously. AJ and McCall on VFX. That happened this weekend. I went down to Olympic Park and we haven't been. It's actually a lot of fun. They have like cool summer stuff. They turn ramps and stuff into like tubing areas and they have zip lining. It was awesome. But one of the things they have is uh, they have like this extreme zip lining where you go down like a thousand feet or whatever. And it was cool. And it says on there, it's like, if you have back problems, you're not allowed to do this. So Ashley and I did it. And then we get, <laughs> as we get ready to go. They get ready to let us go. Like <laughs> jokes on them sort of have back problems. So then we wrote it and then we both got off and we're like, Oh, my back kind of hurts. Cause she tore a muscle in her back two years ago. And I just carry too much weight. <laughs> we're like, <laughs> Oh, Ooh, a little stiff. All right. Worth yeah, it. Worth stiff. it though. Uh, worth it. Stiff. For me, it's one minute you're young, and the next minute you're really excited because furniture's on sale. <laughs> okay, le- level with me, though. I feel like that has been true for you for, like, a stretch here. I know, but now I'm, like, waiting because I'm looking for, like, a bed. I'm looking for, like, things I can put on my, like, a bed. Yeah, a bed. Like, bed frame, box <laughs> spring. All that. Really what started this, my birthday was this weekend and my stepmom texted me and she was like, uh, you know, happy birthday. It feels like just yesterday I was picking you up from elementary school and, and all this nice stuff that she said. And all I could write back after reading it was, where did the time go? <laughs> like the text message, she's really heartfelt and, and I know I'm moving away. Both me and my brother moving away and stuff tough for them. And then all it hit me and I was like, wow, I'm old. This sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, for me, let's see. One minute you're young, and then the next you're really excited because your brisket turned out well. Or Well, that's not fair. Everybody <laughs> loves when their food's delicious. One, one minute you're young, and the next minute you're wasting all day waiting for your brisket to finish cooking. <laughs> Only to look at it and go, dang, that's some good brisket. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh, gosh. One minute you're young, and then the next you're like, 
Nah. No, I don't. I let's put that money away. Let's see. I got, I got, my, I got some money for my birthday, right? And normally I'd be like, ah, let's splurge. What you know what I did with it? I set it away. I, I haven't good. touched it. Put it away. That's responsible. Who knows what's gonna happen to it? That's really responsible. One minute you're young, and the next you're like, ah, it's about eight thirty. I probably shouldn't go out because if I go out, it's gonna be really hard for me to get up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that I could develop that instinct. Mine is all right. All right, we're tired. We're gonna go to bed early. Cool. Exact same time we went to sleep. That's dumb. Next time we'll do this. I'll say good night, and then I won't. And then I won't. I wish I could develop that instinct. Don't have it. Just because we've gotten older and maybe matured some doesn't mean there isn't a little bit of room for passive aggressive and definitely maybe just a smidgen of spite. That being said, I have a feeling from what McCall has told me about the politics of mowing lawns in neighborhoods. Unless you're just flat out not home, it is hard for me to see how someone could sneak in and mow a very not nice word into your yard. Yet, yeah. here we are, Utah. Thanks, Utah. From what McCall has told me about uh, lawn mowing politics in terms of neighborhoods, I think mowing a mean message is basically the equivalent of, Sir, I challenge you to a duel and I besmirch your honor. Indeed. AJ and McCall at VFX, yet here we are, Utah. Yep. So somewhere in Salt Lake County, we're going to leave it vague for funsies, uh... Also because I don't know. But there's somewhere in Salt Lake County that has been seen from Google Images. Somebody good. mowed their, I don't know if it was the, the the neighbor that mowed the lawn or if it was an ex that mowed the lawn or some underpaid kid who was upset <laughs> because he wasn't getting his cash money. But he mowed a uh, word. Female dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With an arrow pointing towards the house. And it is, I mean, seriously, satellites can pick it up, y'all. I'm not saying go find it. I'm just saying. (laughs) That is some petty revenge. Everybody in the world knows who this is now. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Her? Yes. Don't mess with her. We don't like her. She is unkind. She peeved somebody off. (laughs) Maybe she just did it herself. I'm going to say no, though. No, I don't, I don't think so. It's big. It it's, looks like yeah. somebody had to plan it out. Like, they had to stake it out. Okay, if I walk 10 feet this way, <laughs> that's where the bee starts. Ooh, and then... That's rough. Like, and they they weigh it out that way. It looks like that's what they had to have done. Like, they measured it. Because it's not like it's super proportionate, but it's pretty proportionate. It's not bad. Not yeah. that this is encouraged. Don't do this. But it's it's really not bad. I mean, it looks like I they just, kind of. I'm I'm a, I'm a little bit astonished that someone not not that someone would get away with it because like everybody works during the day. So I suppose if you had like a day off, you'd be like, <laughs> this is a productive use of my time. Ta-da. <laughs> but I don't know. It just amazes me that someone could pull it off, and you're like, nothing, no idea. Mm, no. Mm. Mm. I mean. Wow, that like, how do you even retort in terms of neighborhood politics? Because that's that's how I got introduced to this, right? There's lawn mowing peer pressure. That's what we talked about this before. McCall has introduced me. That's one of the reasons I don't want a house. I don't want to deal with that. No. So now, if there's lawn mowing peer pressure, this is lawn lawn mower aggression. So what the heck is the next step? You gotta put in a couple plants, play the long game. Like, all right, I'm gonna spell out a word, but I'm gonna do it in daisies. You're not even gonna know. That's right. And then they'll just pop up, and it's like, wow. I just wonder why there's. Like an empty space over there. Looks like an O. <laughs> Surprise, it is. Worst neighbor ever. <laughs> All right, so just be skeptical next time your neighbor says, hey, don't worry about it. 
I'll mow your lawn. I mean. No, thanks. It's okay. I got it. I'm okay. Don't worry about it. I'm all right. Maybe this whole message was spawned by jealousy. We've got a whole batch to deal with. Me, I just want to hang out with my friend. McCall <laughs> apparently is upsetting the internet because she makes food. How dare you? I know. That's I'm so sorry. selfish of you. I'm the worst. I need a solution. McCall, I think, needs a witty comeback, but we'll figure it out for the Automatrix group debate a date in less than 10 minutes. VFX. Jealousy is a real thing. Yes. It happens. Yes. Especially in relationships. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix group debate a date on VFX. So a friend of mine and I got reconnected last year uh, through a mutual friend of ours, and we were really tight in high school, and we were, we were still pretty good friends in college, and then we went our separate ways. She moved to Ohio, I moved to New Mexico, then I moved back, then I moved to Utah, and uh, since then, since we've been disconnected, she got married, all that, blah, 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 blah. So uh, we've been reconnecting with talk of sound mind. We're we're really good friends. We always seem to click really well as friends. Mm-hmm. And so I was telling her, I was like, okay, well, hey, I'm I'm planning to go home for the holidays because Ashley and I are hoping to do that. And there's a conference we normally get to go to that's in the general vicinity as well. And I'm like, hey, I'm coming back for this. It would be really cool if we could set up something to see each other, get dinner, something. Right? Right. And I got a text message said, yeah, that'd be great, but uh, my husband's not going to be okay with that. So, nope. And I was like, just like that? No? And look, I get it. Rule The, the, the only rule in relationship is there's generally no rules that apply to all relationships. There's a couple concrete ones that are pretty much applicable across the board, you know, mm-hmm. be loyal, all that stuff. Right. So, I got it. Relationship number one, they got married. That's your number one priority. Let's not let's not get into this argument here about hey, well, I've known her long. No, no, you're no. in a relationship. Number one priority. Correct. I'm with that. Thank you. That being said, I would like to try and come up with a solution to deal with jealousy. Maybe it's not jealousy. Maybe it's not it. Maybe I, maybe he just has read about me and genuinely doesn't like me. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm just genuinely disliked. Which maybe. case. I'll have to try and win him over. But I want to hang out with my friend, so I've got to come up with a solution here. And there's more than enough relationships, and there's more than enough marriages here in Utah. Oh, Someone's yeah. going to have a nugget to help me out. Uh, what if you go on, like, a double date? Could you go on a double date? I mean, Ashley's going to be there, so you'd be, like, hanging out anyway, right? I mean, it makes sense. Yeah? They're both social butterflies. It would seemingly cut the tension. Yeah. That's... That might that might be an answer. That's probably a good idea. I just how would you deal with that? Like it, so, the situation basically is: I have a friend that I have a history with. Whatever, long gone. I haven't seen her in since before I moved to Utah. So at least you're talking five years at least. And she's married and all that. And I I don't know. I've never met the guy. I have no idea. Seems like a decent guy. No idea. No opinion whatsoever. I don't know. Be unfair. But they're married. That's great. And I'm happy for him. Yeah. I just want to hang out with my friend. Right. So what do you do if if uh, you're in a relationship and you have a friend and your significant other says no, you can't hang out with him? How do I deal? Like I don't. I'm not trying to bring him up. So the answer is no. Then I guess I accept the answer is no. Yeah. Because I'm not trying to interfere with anybody's happiness. I would just ultimately like to come up with a solution to hang out with my friend. So what do you do? I think you've just got to go on a double date, and if the answer is no, then the answer is just no. That would seem like if if it's an insecurity or jealous thing, if you alleviate it by like you're married. I'm in a long-term relationship. You could supervise, quote-unquote, our conversation because I just want to see my friend. I think that's it because I think ultimately, you know, I, that's something that I think my opinion has changed a little bit as I've gotten older. I think when I was younger, I was like, no, there's certain people I want to stay in contact with. But the, ultimately, if you've chosen to be in a relationship, 
that should be your number one priority. So I guess the answer should ultimately be, if I've chosen to make this person my number one priority, then I have to do pretty much within reason. Yes. So don't get that killer action. But within reason, anything to keep this number one, that's the reason this is number one. Like if you're going to get married to someone, then you shouldn't pick somebody else over them in a case where it's not, you know, egregious. Right. Like if they're like, you can never leave the house. Okay. Well, now, now sure, we're getting have ridiculous. a conversation yeah, there. Now, yeah. Now it's getting a little ridiculous. Now we have issues. Yeah. Can like, what do what do people like? Like, do, do I do like a fruit basket? Nah, that doesn't work. I don't think it works for guys. Get him some wine. Call it good. That's not bad. If they don't like wine, get him a gift certificate to B-dubs. Call it good. Yes, I love wings. That would totally work on me. Would 100% work with me. <sighs> okay, well, that's my own stint. If you got advice, I would love to hear it. I think du- double date, I think we call hit it on the first guess. It's probably got to be what it is. Thanks. You got to slowly wade into the waters, I suppose. That being said, McCall has her own set of jealousy to deal with, though I don't think you need as much as a solution as a snarky comeback, personally. Maybe that says more about where I am as a person, but... We'll see. She got a message because McCall is attracting attention for the most... Food. She's attracting attention for food. Thanks. (sighs) McCall apparently interrupting someone's relationship. McCall, what did we just say for the debate at eight? Sorry. Number one priority is number one priority. But in all honesty, for the Automators Group Debate Date with AJ McCall at VFX. What? This this <laughs> is a bold message. Yes, it is. It is a very bold message. And it's one that I received over the weekend. I am very much uh, baffled, I guess. So the message goes a little something like this. Hey, hon, you don't know me. But can you please block my boyfriend? I'm tired of him seeing your food pictures and asking why I don't cook like you. I think he wishes I was you, and it's kind of disrespectful. Can you help me out? Thanks. Kindly, no. I- <laughs> like I said, in the it, if you're on our social media, you saw Utah's VFX. I don't think I could say the answer I would send back. No. So um, that is, I was like taken aback. And really, my response is going to be like, <laughs> no, but I'm not quite sure how to respond to this kind of a message. And it, it's in my requests. So I'm sure she's listening right now and is like, mm, smart, nice. But like we're getting messages in, which is very helpful. Thank you. Somebody said, I can sure block him, but I don't think that's going to solve your problem. I agree with you, Courtney. I think that's probably the answer. Erica said, well, maybe you should follow me and learn how to cook? Question mark. I mean, in all reality... I like cooking because I like cooking. Like, I enjoy it. I enjoy creating. It's almost like an art form for me. So I'm not going to stop because you're uncomfortable. (laughs) It's how I live my life. Uh, I mean, you shouldn't. I would agree. This message to me is ridiculous. Like you said with the... Is it Erica that said that Uh I don't think it's going to stop you? Yes. You're blaming McCall for a problem you have in your bubble yep. basically yep mccall you're doing something outside of my bubble that my bubble's paying attention to but instead of dealing with the issue at home i'm gonna force you to change yep that's <laughs> not how this works if we just pretend if y- i just block you my issue goes away he's not gonna find somewhere else that he also likes likes food i right. say you do a much more intimate shoot of your food like you Ooh. get like you get close-ups you do videos you like just, oh, look at that. You do like the cross section, right? Whenever they do the meat, the cook mm-hmm. shows, and they do that. And like, oh, look at that. You do that stuff. I, I would do that. Personally, my response is immediately be like, all right, this is a stupid request. So now I'm going to do it even more. 
yeah. how I'm wired. But I think I, I just cannot believe the audacity of someone to be like, hey, something that you're doing that literally affects no one, because you know what you could easily do, just not pay attention to it. Right. Uh is is causing a, I guess, minor inconvenience. So can you change everything about you so it fixes my problem? Yes. That's not how this works. Uh, no, it's not how it works. But apparently people still think that it is. Uh, Amy says, lick your food seductively. Great. Love that. I don't know that I would go that far. I mean, why not, though? Right? Well, why not? Yeah, yeah, to each their own. You, you, you got it. You do it. I just think that when you're leaning into it a little bit A little more, bit too hard. You stay out of it and you just leave it as food. Yeah. <laughs> Utah's VFX. Uh, you can see the the words of the message. Um, McCall typed it all out, and you can give advice like, how do you deal with that? The Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. It's bad enough that I am work married to someone who refuses to see anything that I try to quote on the regular, but I fail as a boyfriend. Ashley and I have been together four years this summer, and she somehow has not seen one of my all-time childhood classics, and I had no idea until this weekend. As a film major, and believe me, that is not a flex whatsoever. Absolutely not. Waste of time. AJ McCall at VFX. But as a film major, I hear it semi-often, especially post-graduation. Hey, have you seen blank? No, I haven't. How have you not seen blank and you're a film major? Because there's like a million movies, man. Nobody's seen everything. That being said, I definitely operated under the idea that everybody had seen Mrs. Doubtfire. Sorry. It is a classic. It's Robin Williams, who's awesome. It's a great movie. It's got a good message. And of course, McCall had seen it because why would she? I, I believe wholeheartedly everybody should. So fundamentally, she has to have not seen it. That's, That's right. how this relationship works when it comes to movies. Yep. But I also found out the home wife hasn't seen it. And somehow this hasn't come up in like the four years we've been together. That makes no sense to me. And I feel like a total utter failure. That being said, I'm going to correct that. But to save myself from an ulcer, I think the best thing possible to do is ask McCall, McCall, what movies do you think everybody should see? Because if I start listing them, you hadn't seen them, and I'm going to get upset. So let's work from your list. Um, I'm going to go with We Bought a Zoo. I feel like everybody has to see We Bought a Zoo. Um, I can't remember. I know Scarlett Johansson's in it, and then there's somebody else. But I can't remember. There's There's a lot of really good lines in it. Like, there's one that's all you need is 20 seconds of insane courage. And I love that a ton. It's good advice. I also feel like... She has used that before in case anybody's like, no, I've never heard her say it. She said it. I have. I say it. It's a good line. Um, The Green Mile I watched for the first time uh, two years ago, and I cried my eyeballs out. It's a great movie. Cried my eyeballs out. I'm tired, boss. I'm just so... (sighs) And now I'm sad. She's going to have a breakdown. It's like, it's morning time. Right, cheer McCall up. Yesterday, you know how uh, Willow Park next to the new fairgrounds, right? Has a uh-huh. big open area. People take their dogs. Yesterday, Ashley and I watched a German Shepherd who decided he was going to play fetch, but in a very unique way. He was going to bring the stick back, drop it like 10 feet short of his owner. So then when the owner went to get it, he could go stick a snoot into the sprinkler system again and again and again. Oh, I love that. I love dogs. I love them. Stop it from crying. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> Short week doesn't mean that Park Narcs is not happening. You should, of course, vote. It's pinned to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. But also, 
Uh, because of the short week, today, tomorrow, and Friday, one lucky winner is going to get two free meals to McDonald's for either submitting a Park Narcs nominee, which again, take bad parking picture, send it to Utah's VFX, or voting. Again, Utah's VFX. Short week, but Park Narcs is still happening, so make sure you vote. Pin to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX nominee number one. If you don't need this spot, I don't need my door. Who knows what's happening, but some vehicles take it up two special needs spots and somehow left their door open. I don't know. I mean, only in Utah, right? Seriously. You get away with leaving your door open like that. Look, guys, you're going to get your car stolen. That's how it happens. I'm pretty sure. It terrifies me. I've seen that elsewhere. Nominee number two. I love the way this image is framed because it looks like someone's peeking around the corner and catching like a meeting between this car and truck mm-hmm. who are parked, let's say, horizontally. The spots run vertically. They are both parked horizontally. So they're taking up at least four spots, if not potentially six. Yep. Wow. Y'all. Which one is the most annoying vote? Utah's VFX. Uh, pinned to the top of our Facebook page. I was on Instagram yesterday because that could win you a free two pair of meals from McDonald's. Because We'll do another drawing tomorrow. But today's winner is actually Julie, who submitted a Park Narc nominee. <gasps> Yay! Another way to win. So she's going to get two free meals at McDonald's. Again, you see bad parking. Do your part to clean up the valley. Take a picture. Send it to Utah's VFX. Because Julie now has a chance to win multiple times. Because she if she's going to win now. Her nominee goes in. She got a chance to win again if it's voted the most annoying the week that it competes. And, of course, last year we started the Park Narc Tournament, which was a blast going through all the terrible parking spots we had collected over the year. See bad parking. Take a picture. Submit it to Utah's VFX. Ha, tricked you. VFX's Facebook roulette. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor. Make sure you're friends with us so we can steal your post and put it on the VFX Facebook page. Be like, look what I have. What? You know, classic social media. Yep. Look, if you're going to steal a meme, let's just clarify this real fast. Etiquette. Make sure you at least give them a reaction. Yes, please. Give them something. Thank you. That being said, what did you land on? I landed on Yvonne Martinez. She shared, don't let anyone rent space in your head unless they're a good tenant. There. Ta-da. What if I charge them like an extreme amount of money? No, it's still not worth it. You only have one brain and eventually what are you going to have to do? Like if somebody comes and ruins your house, what if they kill somebody in it? You know what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to like get rid of it and start over. That escalated so fast. Well, I'm just saying like if you have a bad tenant, it doesn't matter how much money you end up charging them. It still ruins your ruins your building, your space. <gasps> I'll let my friend David says my parents in their 30s. This would make a lovely second home for our family to winter in. Hopefully the garage can fit both our cars, snowmobiles, and ski, ski equipment. Me in my 30s. Uh, pick, look at it, milk and a loaf of bread. I'll never financially recover from this purchase. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but milk is the truth. It's the ultimate booby trap. You buy half a gallon, it's gone in an hour. Yep. You buy a full gallon, you can't get rid of it before it goes bad. Yep. It's a booby trap. It is. That being said, you can win. Yay! The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find and add us across all social media. AJ and McCall, AJ, A-N-D-M-C-C-A-L-L. Um, Utah's VFX, vote for Park Narcs. Julie won the pair of McDonald's gift cards today. We'll have somebody win tomorrow, and by simply voting, you can win. Uh, and then find the podcast. AJ, Shift 7 McCall, that's Ampersand on the keyboard, so it is Shift 7. Correct. And then don't, like... Catch on fire? Please. It's pretty warm out this today, this weekend. It's going to get really roasty toasty really fast. So hydrate. Sunscreen, hydrate. Swat bugs. Please don't light anything on fire That's either. a good one. 
Okay. Don't do that. We don't need wildfire season to start like now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.